Welcome to the Cosmic Mystic Podcast, the space for healers, coaches, and conscious leaders on a mission to elevate collective consciousness. I'm your host, Danny C. Muniz, a former Catholic disciple turned eclectic witch, guiding you through the realms of astrology, spirituality, and the quest to escape the matrix. It's time to unleash the mystic within. Let the transformation begin. Aquarius season is in full bloom. Mercury is about to enter Aquarius, and we have a full moon in Leo this week. My friend, this is your sidereal astrology forecast for the week of February 19th through the 25th. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Danny Simonis here, spiritual healer, intuitive astrologer, helping you heal your past, present, and future. Friend, welcome, welcome back to the channel. Welcome to another Sidereal Astrology Forecast. If you are catching this on YouTube, say hi in the comments. Let me know you are here and that you are a returning watcher. If you are new, welcome, welcome. Uh, let me know if you're new here. If you're catching this on the podcast, that's right. This Sidereal Astrology Forecast is live on the Cosmic Mystic Podcast, wherever you find your podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, um, we are there. We And if we're not, let me know so I can get us on there. Um, I really would appreciate you if you would leave a review um, and follow the podcast wherever you listen. Um, it's been so much fun creating those for the podcast just as well. Plus, we have other things that we get to talk about over there. So if you are here with us, you can watch it on either, you can watch it on YouTube or listen to it on the podcast. Okay, my friend, let's dive in because we have got some energy this week. So first off, let's talk about our sun moving into Aquarius. As a matter of fact, the sun moved into Aquarius last week on Tuesday. So we are at the beginning of Aquarius season, uh, you can see right here as uh, we pull this up, we've got the sun at six degrees Aquarius, six degrees Aquarius. So it's really, really uh, very new <laughs> in our Aquarius energy. Let me move this in closer so we can see it. Um, we're at six degrees here and we can see that Mercury is at 29 degrees Capricorn, which means it is at the very end of uh, Capricorn and will be moving in, right? We can kind of see this right here. We'll be moving in to um, Aquarius uh, on Monday at the very edge of the day. So sometime in the evening, I think it's around like six or seven o'clock central, we'll see Mercury move in to Aquarius. So definitely want to talk about that plus some other things that we have going on because you can see our sun is really, whoops, <laughs> didn't mean to do that. It's really close here to Saturn, which is kind of bringing in uh, a little bit of a shift in energy. So I do want to talk about that plus some other things that we have going on. So Let's go ahead and dive in. First off, we've got this conjunction is taking place, and I'm just going to advance this over to where we can see it here. This is where it begins right here on the 22nd, which is Thursday. We'll see this Saturn 
and sun conjunction here happening in Aquarius. Now it is going to peak on the 28th. So we'll see it if we advance this forward, we'll see it peak on the 28th, where you'll see them both right there at 15 degrees along with Mercury all here on the 28th. So we're going to see the Sun, Mercury, and Saturn, right? Especially Sun and Mercury kind of hanging out together over this next uh, week or so. And then we're going to see the conjunction happen with Saturn. And then that will start to move away as the Sun moves away and Mercury moves away from Saturn. And you'll see it pulling away and we'll be clear of that here on the 6th of March. So we're going to have that energy for a bit now. And I wanted to bring that to your attention because let's talk about what that energy is um, and how it's going to affect us. So this can be a time of kind of needing to get things done or feeling the energy of like, it's time for some disciplines, for some patience, for some hard work. We may be feeling like we're having to take on some extra responsibility. Um, maybe it's also a time where things start to fall apart. <laughs> and it's a signal or it's a sign that it is time to change. It is time to um like set a new path, a new course, a new direction, maybe even setting new goals. Um, it's, it's as if we are, you know, Saturn is our planet that we, we want to, like it wants to help us. Okay. Saturn gets a bad rap, but it wants to help us. It wants to guide us. It wants to show us where our limitations are, where our boundaries are. And so as I've mentioned in the past with these different types of aspects. So conjunctions are like the two planets are hanging out at the house, right? So Saturn is hanging out at its house. The sun is coming, right? And so the sun comes and it, it's like, it starts visiting with Saturn. And so they start connecting. It's just like with you and connecting with your friends or with your partner, right? Where you guys start connecting and you guys sharing ideas, right? And as you're doing that, your energies are just very supportive and connected to each other. Now, so these two energies, Saturn being the energy of showing us our limitations and boundaries and our sun being our consciousness, these are coming into, um, they're coming, they're coming together, right? So if we think about it from that standpoint, you, we may be starting to look at the different areas of our life and be like, hmm, things are not, are, aren't quite working for me right here, right? This is not working out the way I thought it would be. And, you know, we're already about almost two months into about a month and a half, a little bit more than a month and a half into this new year. And so those goals and those resolutions that we may have set at the very beginning of the year, right? They're, things may not be on track, or maybe there has been some shift in your world, some change in your world. And it's like, I need to reevaluate what is going on. I need to look at this new perspective and say, what is it that needs to happen? What is it that needs to shift? Where am I? And so it's almost as if we're like, okay, let's, let's grab hold again. <laughs> let's settle in, let's settle down and let's take an honest review of what has happened over these past, you know, six to seven weeks. What has transpired for us over this period of time? And so this can feel 
a little bit like some isolation. There could be some insecurities coming forward. It might feel, feel like um, there's some hardship here because again, we're noticing the limitations. We're noticing where we may have gotten restricted, where we started off with that beautiful Sagittarius energy of like, yes, 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 I got this. I can do this all. And then it's like, oh, maybe I can't. Or maybe I need to put certain things in place so that I can, right? It's not like it's not like you have to completely demolish your goals. It's like you need to just reevaluate. And so that's what this time is doing for us. So uncluttering life, <laughs> right? My word for the year is simplify, is simple. And so because of that, I'm looking at removing, right, by uncluttering things like my calendar, like my work schedule, <laughs> like the way that I do things, I'm uncluttering them so that I can make things easier. And although, my friend, it has been a battle, it has um, probably one of the toughest things I've, been, I've done in the past couple of years is trying to simplify things. And it's because things are so raveled in together, right? Where things are so connected that it's like, if I start to pull something out, it's like, ah, <laughs> things start to get a little messy. And we don't like messy, do we? Well, at least me. So I'm learning, right, as I unravel to be okay with the messy, to be okay with it being what it is and allowing it to Hmm, become something even better. So that is our Saturn conjunct, um, the sun that is coming up this week. <laughs> All right, let's take a look at another interaction that I want to show you with our sun, which is the sun and Jupiter. So Saturn and Jupiter are our outer planets, and they generally affect us more from a bigger standpoint, more of like a collective type energy. So the good thing, okay, so I kind of, I kind of was like a little like, burr, burr, burr. I, I told you the bad news, which isn't really so bad, but I told you that to tell you this because the sun right here is going to be what's called a sextile to Jupiter. Okay. So sextile to Jupiter. So we've got, we can see here, we've got Mercury, the sun and Saturn all hanging out together. Okay. And these are influencing each other. And I'm going to talk about Mercury in a second, its influence, but we've got this connection over here to Jupiter, which is a, such a supportive and loving energy. So this is bringing the spin of optimism this energy of new possibility, this energy of, uh, of connection, of friendship, of growth and experience. Um, this is a lot of generosity and hospitality. Um, and this would also be a really good time to start thinking new, to begin something, to take on something. Like I said, with Saturn, it is giving us this energy of like, okay, maybe we need to reevaluate something. And so we've got this really great optimistic perspective about it. Like, okay, we've got to change things up. I'm okay with this. We can do this. And it's also giving us this energy of like, okay, I can start this now. I can get this going now, right? And have that really supportive um you know, energy behind it. So it's not all 
it's not doom and gloom. We don't do doom and gloom here. We we do education. We do understanding. So let's talk about this energy with Mercury and the Sun because there. This is also right part of the part of the party. Mercury, so Sun and Saturn, they're hanging out, and Mercury comes knocking on the door, and mo. Um, you know, there's a lot of focus here with communicating, with connecting, with um, socializing, um, with ideas and being very curious and adaptable. So it's very adaptable energy here. Um, you may find that there's, again, more social interactions, but like with your neighbors, with your siblings, um, through, you know, Facebook groups or social media of some sort, uh, meeting new people, making plans, um, buying is really good. So for all of my like real estate agents, lenders, all of, all of that community there, um, buying and selling really, really good energy with Mercury and Sun, because we're making really clear ideas here. Now, if we bring in that Saturn energy from the buying perspective, and this is not just in like real estate, we're talking about any type of buying right now. This is a really good time because we're making very sound decisions, very intellectual decisions that are going to serve us for the long term, right? Because that's Saturn energy. Saturn energy is like long term, like this is going to help us, right? But we don't know what to buy. We don't know what to get. We don't know what to do unless we've created our end goal, right? Franklin Covey said, uh, have the end in mind, always having the end in mind. This is definitely that idea. We want to know where we are going, which is what this energy is doing with Saturn and the sun so that we can get some really good direction, get on that path, and then get going. Okay, so that is is where this kind of all this energy is happening. We're going to see this pretty much through till the end of the month into like that first week of March to around like March 5th, March 6th, like you'll start to see these things start to shift. Now, one of the other things we saw here was with Mercury. So Mercury moves into Aquarius. We can see it here on the 20th. It'll already be in Aquarius, but it actually, as I said, does move into Aquarius uh, later on um, on Monday. And so Mercury and Aquarius um, our communication because Mercury rules our communication and it controls our, it rules our thinking, right? It's also short travel, which is why there's those travel interruptions when we hit retrograde periods. Now let's talk about Mercury being here in Aquarius and it is actually making what's called a square to Uranus who actually rules the energy of Aquarius. So we've got a lot of this Aquarius rebel energy uh, before us. Okay. So with Mercury and Aquarius, that all that thinking, all that communication is very um, intellectual. <laughs> it is no, like no fluff. <laughs> There's no like, um, it's, it's all about innovation. It's all about invention. It's about thinking outside of the box. It's looking at things from a new perspective. So Aquarius is such the visionary, right? And so our thinking now is like the ideas, the, the new ways of doing things, right? Where 
Capricorn was the tried and true, the things we know, the foundations. Aquarius is like, let's create something new. And not so that it's reinventing the wheel necessarily, because that is something that can happen. It's also the idea of progressing it, of taking what is there and shifting the experience, right? I think I might have mentioned on here, either the podcast or on the channel in one of the forecasts about this idea that I kind of downloaded back in like October, November of last year from the Master Teachers and Loved Ones from the Guardians. Um, I am an Akashic Records practitioner, and so I do connect with the Akashic Records. And so I do it a lot in my business and with my clients. And one of the things that I received, a message I received, which I didn't quite understand at the time, was the word experience. And I asked a whole bunch of questions like, what do you mean by experience? What does experience mean? And how do I create these experiences? Right. And like, I was, I was on track of thinking it was something from a certain way, right? And little, little did I know <laughs> that down the line, a few months later, I would receive the information. And that was actually in December where I received the realization that like the idea had solidified, right? And it was cre creating, it was taking my new moon and my new moon intention setting, which was what it has been called, um, even shifting the name of it to a new moon circle. And then, I mean, it's a tried and true, like people love my new moon intention setting. Like it's, it's something that I get a lot of, um, a lot of feedback on people tell me like, Oh, I've never been to a new moon intention setting like yours. Like yours is like nobody else's, which I pride myself in like, great. I'm glad there wasn't a new moon circle where I was. And so I created what I wanted and that's what it's been for. I don't know, like five, six years now. And I love that. But this year, as I was thinking about it, it had kind of, it's like tried and true. It's like, I know how to do it. I, you know, it's there. And I got the idea to create a new experience with it. And it is like this, this shift in the way that I do things during it, um, the way that it is approached, like all the energy behind it has completely changed. Now the format did not change. That is tried and true. And that stays the same, but there's these elements that have been added into it that take it to this different experience. So it's not like I reinvented the new moon circle completely. I took what was tried and true and I added these new components to it to make it even better and into an experience that I am like excited about, right? And that is the thing. If we are not excited about the things that we are doing, why are we doing them? Why are we doing them? So this is what this energy is with Mercury here in Aquarius, is looking at the things that we've just kind of built those solid foundations in, in Capricorn season to now say, how can I add this little thing to make it even better? How can I, how can I up, upgrade it, elevate it? And it comes with thinking outside of the box. We can't think the same way. And so Mercury and Aquarius is here to help us do that, to make plans, to map out our next steps, to get rid of the rigid thinking and allow ourselves to be inventors. So I don't know about you, my friend, but I am so excited for this energy. I'm super excited for this shift and this change in 
in things that I don't even know yet. I don't even know what shifts are possible yet, but I'm open to them. So let's take a look at one of the other things I wanted to share um, before I talk about our full moon. <laughs> yes, we have a full moon in Leo at the end of this week, and that is this conjunction here with Mars. Now, we've been talking about this conjunction with Venus and Mars here. We saw this last week with this conjunction here with Pluto. So we saw that Pluto and Mars, very explosive, hot energy that we've been having um, over these past few weeks or so. So they have moved past Pluto. We can see this and they are they are going to be running very very close now mars and uh, venus tend to run pretty close to each other throughout the years we'll see them pretty close to each other usually you know a sign or so apart from each other they they're they're pretty they flow pretty pretty closely but right now we have them really really close and so this does increase our uh, desire or need for more intimate relations, um, intimate conversations, intimate connections. And so it's like you're wanting to really like connect on a deeper level, not only um, intellectually, but physically, my friend. So uh, an increase or intenseness of your sexual desires, let's just say. <laughs> Um, an increase in that tenderness and sensual aspects of ourselves is really, really highlighted here. And then, um, you know, because we're talking about Mars and Venus, there's like this charm, this charisma um, that really tends to happen. And there's this drive for like socializing and connecting and have, you know, uh, new friendships or connecting with old friendships and just like really reconnecting and having satisfaction in new creative ways, new creative ideas, activities. So it's like going and doing these new things together with friends or your partner, um, even the routine, even like the mundane can be more exciting and enjoyable during this time because we've got that like fun and flirtiness of Venus with Mars, like, okay, let's get things done. So um, really good time to host like a party, to celebrate, to socialize, to have fun. So we've got this all kind of going on in our background as we have this other energy with like with Saturn and the sun and Mercury. So this is like a really fun, easygoing um, time, right? This isn't like a doomsday, like, oh no, watch out. This is a really bright light energy, which um, I'm kind of here for. I'm kind of here for. I don't know about you, but I'm kind of here for. So let's take a look at the last thing that I want to share with you, which is our full moon in Leo on, whoops, on Friday. So we can see here, I just got to get the hour, right? But we'll see our moon move into um, Leo right here at 9 a.m. on the 23rd. And as throughout the day, you'll see it'll get tighter and tighter, tighter as it connects in this opposition with the sun. So anytime we are looking at a full moon, it is called an opposition between the sun and the moon. So the, instead of being in the house together, they are like on opposite sides of the city, of the country, of the state. Like they are, they are in, in opposite aspects of each other, opposite sides of each other. And so when we look at our moon here, we strip this back, we can see there's a couple of different things that are happening. We can see that the sun is in that influence 
with Mercury still. We also see that we have the influence of Saturn. So all the energy we just talked about, right, is still influenced here, as well as this connection over here to Jupiter, which is actually a trine, which again is a very, very supportive energy. Now, the moon in Leo is the energy, is the emotional energy um, of, of, of ourselves, right? So if we look at that emotional energy being in Leo, which is all about being seen, being heard, right? Being counted, so to speak, and you know, really having its own flair. It is the leader. It's actually learning to be the leader, but we often see it as the leader, the very visible, very childlike, very playful energy, along with this Aquarius energy of, so this is interesting because Leo is kind of like, it's the one that's in the spotlight, right? Aquarius is definitely the one in the background. It is the one hiding. It's away from everybody. It's in the group. It's part of the group, but it just does not want to take the spotlight. It wants to spotlight all of its friends. It wants to share everybody else. And so because of this, we see that there's this opposition of energies. And so it's a really good time for us to release any drama, <laughs> any drama that we have around standing out, being different, being um, living within our authentic self, right? And I know that's like a hype word, right? But it's like really embodying and allowing for what we believe and what we uh, envision for the world, right, to be expressed, now, if you're watching this, I know that you probably are listening. Um, you're probably somebody who is in the world of spirituality. You're probably a healer, a coach, or a conscious leader, right? You're very aware, you've awakened, right? And you're learning to walk this journey. And that in and of itself, right, is very different than the masses, okay? But then there's this added extra idea of having a mission, a purpose, a vision, um, something that you are looking to do to bring in to this world as we as a collective raise the consciousness, right? But that takes each one of us standing in our purpose, standing in our mission, standing in our vision, and then connecting as the collective. That's what this full moon is about, is allowing ourselves to step into that, to be that, to honor that idea. All right, my friend, this has been your sidereal astrology forecast for the week of February 19th through the 25th. My friend, we have a great week, as I said, ahead of us. We've got some really beautiful energy, especially leading up to that full moon in Leo. We're going to hear more about this in the next episode on the podcast. So I'd highly recommend uh, checking out the podcast this week. So it's the Cosmic Mystic Podcast down in the description. You will see the uh, link to the podcast. If you're catching this on the podcast, check out the next episode because it's going to be all about Aquarius energy and this full moon in Leo plus a really easy, simple ritual you can do on the full moon. All right, my friend, that wraps it up. Have a beautiful rest of your day. And before you leave, remember, close your eyes with me and let's take a deep breath together.
and find peace. Mm-hmm.